Hi, welcome. This is Dear Aunt Susan, Advice on Being Human, and I'm your host, Susan Patang. Today, we're going to talk about everything you always wanted to know about being bitchy. (laughs) But before we begin, I'll tell you a little about me. I'm a certified life coach who teaches you the life skills that your parents didn't, the, the ones that usually involve dealing with stress, frustration, other people's drama, and just the BS of daily life. So that's your commercial. Uh, You can go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com to learn more. And let's get started. First, let's think about why we get bitchy. Okay, so before we can talk about what to do with it, we have to understand why it's happening. Right off the top of my head, I've got a couple of ideas. So here they are. You never learned how to be any other way. Um, Maybe your mom or your dad or your grandma or some really influential adult from your childhood was bitchy as hell. And you just learned that that was the way to respond to the world. You find life in general irritating. Okay. And there are a lot of things underneath that that could be going on to cause you to find life to be irritating. And we'll talk about that in a second. You get frustrated when things aren't working the way you expect them to. That I get uh, because we have these expectations, which we're going to talk about, um, of what things should be. And when they aren't the way we think they should be, it's frustrating and we get bitchy. We get stressed out because there's too much to do and no time to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if that's not life in in the world right now, what isn't? (laughs) Okay. Other people don't behave the way that we think they should. And that makes us bitchy. All right. Are you seeing the, the themes here? Okay. It sounds like a lot of our bitchiness is coming from our unrealistic expectations of what life is supposed to be like, supposed to be like, quote unquote, and what other people should be doing that they aren't. Okay. So what can we do to overcome those unrealistic expectations? How can we get rid of our bitchiness? Okay. First of all, we have to recognize that other people aren't necessarily going to behave the way we think they should. Okay, first, that's first and foremost. They are going to behave the way that they want to behave, regardless of what our expectation of how they should, quote unquote, should be behaving is going to be. So our expectations of how people should behave isn't going to change anything about their behavior. That's an unrealistic expectation, isn't it? Okay. As much as we would like to, our expectation isn't going to change a darn thing. It's not going to change the weather on Jupiter. Second of all, the world itself isn't always going to be the way we think it should. Do you hear that word should coming in here? That's the the fallacy of shoulds and oughts. Things should be a certain way. They ought to be a certain way. People should behave a certain way unrealistic expectations. That's not what's going to happen necessarily. Um, It might, but it might not. Crappy stuff is going to happen. That is just the way the world is. Horrible stuff happens. We can't control it just like we can't control other people's behavior. Our expectations of the way things should be is meaningless in the, the reality 
of daily life, isn't it? I mean, it's important to us, but it's not going to change anything. Okay. By the way, here's a commercial I'm going to throw in there real quick. Um, I will be happy to give you a free session to assess your essential life skills. Um, That way we can determine what is going on in your life that's making you bitchy. And the number one strategy that you can use to, to help you not be bitchy anymore and to enjoy your life again, www.thequietzonecoaching.com. Okay, there's a commercial. So an important step that we can take to identify is to identify and label those emotions that you're feeling. Okay. When we're aggravated or frustrated, there can be more than one emotion in play. So it's important to be able to identify and label those emotions in the moment while they're happening. Okay. So your self-talk is going to sound like this. I'm angry because Joe made a mess in the kitchen. I'm irritated because I got cut off in traffic. Again, people don't know how to drive. I'm frustrated because all the little interruptions keep me from getting my work done. Okay. So those are the emotions behind the bitchiness. Okay. And a lot of times they come from a place of an unrealistic expectation. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to deal with that a little more tomorrow, how to pick that apart. But what we have to do is we have to get through this moment right now. We can't tell somebody who's driving us crazy. Can you just hang out here for a minute while I process this emotion and figure out what's going on with me? Okay. That's not going to happen. You need to be able to get through your workday, to get through the store, to get through the traffic, whatever it is that's happening at that moment, you need to be able to continue to drive. Okay. Um, I have this idea in my head that my eyes are like the windshield and I'm in a cockpit in my brain and I'm driving. Okay. I love visualizations. So what you can do, we're going to talk about in a minute about taking those emotions and strapping them into the back seat, but they can't be driving. You need to be driving. So these questions that I'm going to give you right now, they're called the power questions. When it's all hitting the fan and you're in the middle of your day, you can use the power questions to work your way through the bitchiness so that you can drive again. Okay. So ironically, I would like to use the example of getting cut off in traffic to understand how to use them. Okay. So we had said, I'm irritated because I got cut off in traffic. Again, people don't know how to drive. And that's a a common theme for many of us. So let's talk, let's use that as, as our example and talk about that. The first power question is how important is this really? Okay. Is this going to matter in 10 minutes or in five years? Okay. Is it really going to matter? Is it going to change the weather on Jupiter? I know I'm always trying to change the weather on Jupiter. Now, if it is something that is important, which sometimes happens, you can ask yourself as an alternative, how important is this for me to worry about right now? Okay. So in our traffic traffic example, the chances are that you won't even remember it in a week, let alone in five years. Right. So while the other guy isn't being safe, it's over now. Okay. It's not important anymore. It's not important right now. Okay. What is something positive? This is the second question. What is something positive and constructive read here, not bitchy that I can do about this? 
And by not bitchy, I mean, no positive and constructive does not include pulling up next to the guy and giving him the one fingered salute um, or screaming at him out your window or whatever. Okay. No. What are some positive and constructive solutions that you can have to this problem? Okay. All right. Um, the most positive and constructive thing that you could do is to stay away in this example from that driver. Okay. So you could either slow down and let him continue on his merry way, cutting everybody off down the road. Uh, you might decide that you want to take a less congested route to work tomorrow. You might decide to leave 15 minutes earlier tomorrow so that maybe the road isn't as crowded, whatever it is that you have to do. What is a positive and constructive solution to the problem? If there is one, be solution oriented. The third power question is what emotion is driving? Like we were saying, this is the pun is not intended, but if you're driving your life right now, okay, are you driving or is the emotion behind the bitchiness driving? Okay. So put that emotion in the backseat, identify and label it. When you identify and label that emotion, you're taking it from this and shrink it, which is a big, huge honking thing, cloud over your head and shrinking it down to a label size, slap it on the jar, put it in the back seat, and say, you can come along for the ride. Yes. I understand that your anger, your irritation, your whatever that emotion is, but I have to drive right now. Okay. Literally. So get in the back seat in my head. And, and when we get to where we're going, we'll talk about it more, just like you would a child that's misbehaving in the car. Okay. So remember not to squash it down or to push it out, because if you do, it's going to come back later and bite you harder. And that's why we keep repeating the same negative behaviors over and over again. There's an emotion that we're not working through. Okay. And we're throwing it out or pushing it away or saving it for, for later, which is fine, but eventually you have to go through it. And that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. But for today, we're talking about driving. So you have already identified and labeled it. You're irritated because you cut that guy off in traffic. So you chuck the irritation in the back seat of your mind, strap it in and say, okay, you sit there, I'm driving. The next power question what would the person I want to be do in this situation? And if you can't come up with an answer, what would your hero do in this situation? All right. So my own personal avatar, the person that I want to be is calm and cool and collected in situations like this when somebody else is doing something stupid. Okay. So she's going to figure out the best way to keep it from happening again, to keep it from affecting her negatively and not letting it color her day. So guess what? I'm going to do what my personal avatar, the person I want to be, would do in that situation. Next power question. How do I want to feel at the end of the day? So we all want to feel good, right? That's what we all want. So would you prefer to be proud of yourself for not taking the bitchy bait? Or do you want to regret getting super pissed off and bitchy and turning the whole thing into a road rage incident? Which, which do you think is going to feel better? Which do you think you're going to want to have at the end of the day, right? Okay. Next, next power question. What is something positive that happened because of this, if anything? What lessons 
can I take from this situation? Okay. So in this situation with being cut off in traffic, maybe being a few seconds late because you got cut off, got you a better parking spot. Um, you might've learned the lesson that, okay, well now I know in this part of my journey in my commute, I don't want to be in that lane because chances are somebody's going to cut me off. Okay. Um, you may decide that the lesson you learned was you have to change your route or you have to change the time that you leave for work in order to avoid so many people at the very least you have discovered what a super badass you are for staying calm in the face of someone else's stupidity stupidity that is bitchy bait. You are a badass. Give yourself a round of applause, a pat on the back. Good for you for not taking the bitchy bait and dealing with the emotion and getting through the moment. Next week, what we're going to do is take those bitchy emotions out and pick them apart, like I had mentioned earlier. If we don't, we're going to keep repeating the same things over and over again. We have to find out why we have those unrealistic expectations of other people and of life in general. So we have to uh, overcome those emotions to stop being bitchy and to work through them. You've heard that expression. You can't go around it. You have to go through it. Next week, we're going to talk about how to do that. All right. So be ready. Did you enjoy what you learned today? There is so much more to life than that work home grind. I can teach you the life skills that we never learned from our dysfunctional families. I know they work because this is how I survived anxiety and depression when nothing else did, did the job. Med medication and therapy were useful, but they did not do the job. These are the techniques that I used to wake up happy in the morning again. And I would love to teach you those skills too. Go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com to discover how you can start waking up happy in the morning. I will see you next time. I hope you have a wonderful, awesome, amazing week.